heard the tone. That means to straighten up. <laughs> Breathe deep. <laughs> Focus. Are your hips underneath your shoulders? <laughs> Clench your buttocks to straighten the alignment of the... <laughs> Oh, this is going right to number one on iTunes. <laughs> and now we've started the poop podcast. <laughs> Sit on the bowl. Clench both of your knees to your chest. Breathe and relax. Bring the squatty potty towards you. I do recommend the squatty potty. It's nice. very nice. This is the NWA brought to you by Squatty Potty. Woo! <laughs> Save your anus. Not the planet, your butthole. <laughs> Thanks I mean, for chiming in, guys. I appreciate that. I was just going with it. I mean, it seemed like a pretty basic thing. Like, I mean, you want us to argue with you about Uranus? I'm not unfamiliar with hemorrhoids. Let me tell you something. They are the devil. Have you had a hemorrhoid before? Oh, yes. Oh, we're all getting old. I had my first one not too long ago. Fun, isn't it? I thought I had butt cancer. Yeah, so yeah. I was yeah. really worried. Mm-hmm. I got really worried. I'd never had one before. I didn't know. I was like, Jennifer, I think that I need you to look at something. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, wait, what? And I'm like, there's something there. And it wasn't <laughs> there before. And then she's like, did you look at it? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like. How did you look at it, Gary? I bent over in front of the mirror. You're, like, you're flexible. I just, I just like <laughs> between my legs. And then she was like, probably a hemorrhoid. And I was like, oh, my God. I did not even think about hemorrhoids. The only thing I knew about hemorrhoids was that Ace Ventura thing where the lady has the balls tucked between her legs. Right. Like, Those are the biggest hemorrhoids I've ever seen. And I never got it, really. But now that joke is really funny. Yeah, now that joke, I totally get it. <laughs> and immediately I was relieved because I didn't even think of like hemorrhoids as being a thing. I immediately went like butthole tumor. Yeah. And Yeah, I'm well, mine, mine were bleeding. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Bleeding, and I was super freaked out. Made a doctor's appointment, went to the doctor, this nice, <laughs> I have a male doctor, but he, he happened to be out on vacation, <laughs> and I said to see the nurse practitioner, this is nice female, I was just like, okay, like I was ready for my dude to be like, all right, all right, you know, bend spread over, it spread it. it. Welcome to the MWA, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the end. Oh, this, this is 100% making it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God. And it was kind of like, and it was kind of like. You hope to be like, stand over, put your hands on the table, lean over, let's take you a look. You hope to be that way? To have some dignity. In, in the scheme of things. You like want to have some sort of dignity. But no, they had me lay sideways on the table what? and then like, <laughs> and like scoop my shorts and my boxers down and like... <laughs> Basically, she like, you know how like a lion tamer basically like pries open the jaws. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like that. And it was just enough for her to go. Yep. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> and I was relieved. I was like, oh, OK, because like you, I was like, yeah, butt cancer. I'm dying. Well, I did. I didn't go to the doctor and I probably should have. But I just Jennifer immediately was like hemorrhoid. I was like, oh, my God. We okay. have a nurse as a wife. So that. Helps. Yeah. And she's like, so we're going to assume hemorrhoid for a little bit. We got preparation agents. So she was yeah. like, but she was just like. Because Gary, we've what you're asking me is crossing a boundary we can't come back from. <laughs> like, if you need me to look, I will look. But <laughs> did our relationship you tell, has hit that level. Did you Did you tell her you would look? No, I did not tell her that. Gary, 
I mean, I would if your, I had to. Your marriage isn't going to make it, Gary. I know. I mean, I would. Todathan. Did you call him Todathan? Yeah. That's, yeah. His, that's his full name. Todathan. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it is. It is I, not it my actual. It's been your full name ever since the 11th, 11th grade for me, 10th grade for you. Yeah. Wow. Well, she thought Todd was short for, short some. for it has, something. It has to be short for something. Friendly welcome podcast. to This is the NWA, Yeah, everyone. hey. Welcome to the... Hey, hey, hey. This is the NWA. Hey, everybody. That's a good one. Yeah. It's the podcast celebrating the uh, legacy, tradition, and history of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. And I am your host, Gary Horn. This is a unique way of starting this episode. (laughs) I mean, I'll cut it down a little, but definitely leaving the hemorrhoid talk in. So the voices you're hearing are returning guests from last week, comedian, philanthropist, (laughs) Todd Davis, Todathan Davis, survivor. Hey, hemorrhoid survivor. Thank you, everybody. It's great to be back. And the other voice you hear is first-time guest, first-time female guest, Catherine Davis, hailing from Jackson, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> we can try to figure out some entrance music if you want. No, no not not that. Not that. That's and not his right. name is John Cena. Did you hear Nick Aldis's theme music? He had like a. Yeah, it, they know. haven't really focused on that in the videos, but I heard one where it was just like a speaking like, part at the beginning. Yeah, I was, was like, like trying to figure out what it was. It says something like in 1986, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's like the opening to the A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> in 1986, the kingdom of East Anglia saw the birth of their greatest son, an Anglo-Saxon warrior destined to be a champion for the ages and a national treasure for all time. What, what year were you born, Cat? 83. 83. So you're older than Nick Aldis. So yep. am I. We're old men and women, <laughs> obviously. Um, I just grew a penis, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is breaking all kinds of barriers. <laughs> we're going to talk about a new YouTube rewatch Yay! Uh, in just a moment. I did want to say that going back to the hemorrhoid conversation real yes. quick, I can't get this off my mind. Yes. I wanted to mention when you described uh, the animals, like you were talking about, uh, you know how when the person opens the mouth of the lion? Yeah. Lion tamer. Immediately my mind went to like an alligator. That Yeah, they do that too. I was thinking like they get on your back and straddle you <laughs> and <Yeah>. like spread <laughs> your butt cheeks up. That's, that's kind of what the doctor did. Yeah. yeah. Super weird. I do that to my dog. I like prize jaws open. My oh, I thought you were talking about his butthole. Yeah, I totally <laughs> I expected that. If I, if, your dog's if, I wanted, if I want to do that, all I have to do is grab his tail and just pull it up. And he's just like, Daddy, why are you looking up my brown eye? He has a weird accent. I can't do it. All right. So in this episode, despite what you may think, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the NWA, the uh, YouTube playlist number six, if you're a subscriber to our YouTube channel, going from <laughs> when will Nick Aldis address all in, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, all the way through the video, all in shocker, next NWA title challenger named. So those are the videos we're talking about today. But before we do that, Cat. You were a first-time guest, and I always ask people this. Do you have any wrestling history? Like, have you ever been a wrestling? Do you have any? What, what? What's your relationship with professional wrestling? It started with Todd. Okay. Hey. 
Which I guess he started with you, so technically, Gary, it's all your fault. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Most problems can be traced back yep. to Gary. Yeah, Todd and I had a weird beginning, although actually technically, like we just talked about, we met in high school, but um, parted ways for a while and then um, met back on MySpace. And then, so we had a quote-unquote first date that neither of us really understood whether if it was a first date or not. Uh, it wasn't a date, but I didn't want to show up in just t-shirt yeah. and a jeans. So I wore a coat. And then I see the coat and I'm like, oh my God. Is she saw the date? coat and Fre- thought it was a first out. date. Yeah. yeah, Our real, or what was supposed to be our real first date, he invited me to a wrestling match. A house show. I like this. First yeah. date. A Back house at, show. At the, it was, it was still the Bilo Center. Okay. And Sean and Triple H were still doing uh, the new DX. Okay. A little bit of time frame there. Nice. And this but I had never been exposed to wrestling prior to that. And I have a little bit of social anxiety. So Social within, anxiety, first date, first yeah. wrestling experience. So within 24 hours Formula of the for success. event, I canceled. <laughs> I decided I'm not going to that. I don't blame you, honestly. <laughs> So I had I had a nice little That makes uh, me nervous hearing it. <laughs> I had a nacho seat next to me, so that's where I just <laughs> sat there and watched the show and You did tell him you weren't coming? Yes. Okay. How, did I not? You did, but it was, but it was really last close. minute. Like it I was, said, within twenty four hours. Yeah. Possibly within two hours. Flash forward a year later. <laughs> and we're doing the same thing. But this time I attend. And right. it was, yeah. I don't well, know what event it was. We've been dating for, you know, the better part of a year. Probably getting close to engagement. WWE Raw was filming at the Bilo Center. And there was a program between Batista and Shawn Michaels. And we're there with our sign and our merch. And, you know, and I uh, fell in love with the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. She absolutely adores most Shawn people. Michaels. do. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have a question, though, because I get if you guys met and bonded over like wrestling somehow. <laughs> yeah. But what makes pro wrestling be the idea for the first date that's a pretty here's the thing when you like it, to test me I, when yeah he when tested it comes to me like it wasn't the woman testing the man it yeah. was the he was testing me the whole time i okay. wanted i wanted something where it was unique and i could see like how game she was for unique experiences and having fun in general because i didn't want to be stuck with a stick in the mud <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he still married me, even though I chose not to go. All right, and still have problems with that kind of stuff. Today. I mean, that's a pretty bold to, step. To I be mean, to be fair, that ass though. So. I, I don't know how you want me to respond to that. <laughs> this is your test, Gary. How do you respond? I feel like there's no way I could respond to that. That's socially acceptable. We're gonna have a conversation about the stick in the mud thing. Though. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh. Yeah. Later on. Well. That's nice to know. I know since then, we've all been to an oh, independent yeah. show together. Yep. I, I think we've probably been to like a professional like yeah, a, yeah. A we, WWE we, show together or something. Yeah, uh, we, yeah we were going to mention, uh, we started talking about it last week, but then I, we got sidetracked or I started rambling on about something. But yeah, here recently, we went to the Nitro Pro Wrestling here in Greenville. Pro Wrestling Turbo. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Wrestling Turbo. Gary was actually reserved during all that, and it was Todd that was like all in. Todd, I, I will admit, <laughs> Todd helped me open up uh, yeah. a little bit at that event He's because good about that. I was I was kind of going to just sit back and take it in, but then we we had fun. Yeah, yeah. it was um, you know at the 
the Salvation Army and they had the ring in the middle of the gym, but they had essentially like four, maybe five rows of like folding chairs. We sat in the back row for some reason. Yeah, we had front row seats. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, but by back row, you mean like three or four rows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're in the fourth row of chairs. We're still really close. But I'm like in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's edge of your seat yeah let's let's do this like yeah screaming i, did, I didn't lean back the no, entire no, no. night like no, no. i was no. they weren't comfy fo- seats but no. yeah yeah and we ended up rooting for the good guys yeah booing the heck out of the bad guys yeah like just uh like if you're going to it felt like a, yeah rooting yeah. for the chicks savannah evans savannah was, evans she was the and greenville zone that's on Jordan. youtube by the way is yeah. it really uh, that match even like where you're like <laughs> He's not even a worthy competitor. <laughs> you can watch that. I have no that. idea. <laughs> We're going to have to go find it. Yeah. You're internet famous, babe. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I just remember I was watching it a little while back, and I was like, oh, this is the one where Kat yells at her. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Pro Wrestling Turbo. We should get some of those guys. Yeah, with Greenville's own Austin Jordan. Love that yeah, guy. Yeah, he was good. I bought a t-shirt. That yeah, guy. he's good. Nice guy, too. Yeah, I, I tried to develop a personal rivalry with Craig Classic. Yeah. Screw that guy. Sits on a throne of lies, that Craig Classic. He does. He is not a worthy opponent. <laughs> if he doesn't get that made into a shirt. I know. <laughs> All right. So here we are, and we're going to jump into the playlist. But first, before we do that, I'm going to do a little intro to catch anybody up who, for some weird reason, is just listening to this for the very first time. This is what happened when we last left the National Wrestling Alliance. Multiple things have occurred. In fact, Todd, you may have witnessed the beginning of the business really starting to pick up for the NWA. Right. Nick Aldis was on his Aldis crusade. We see him travel all over the world. And in particular, we get to see him successfully defend the title against Tommy Dreamer at his house of hardcore. Yeah. Uh, We get to see him go take on Colt Cabana in China. In China. For the first time that the 10 pounds of gold has ever been defended there. Nice. The Aldis Crusade then brought the champ all the way back to where it all began. Los Angeles. That's right. The National Treasure issued an open challenge at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And it's a five-minute challenge. Anybody who can last five minutes gets a title shot. (laughs) Aldis successfully and easily defeats two opponents before opening himself up to a third, which saw the return of wrestling superstar PJ Black, who managed to take Aldis to the limit and earn a championship opportunity despite the protests of Aldis. This, of course, was very frustrating for the champ, and he laid down an ultimatum to William Patrick Corgan in the NWA, demanding a 15-day window for him to accept a challenge before any matches were made in the future. Meanwhile, Josephus is plotting and scheming. After defeating Tim Storm in the empty arena match, he has clearly earned his... Everybody's doing the Jose- Josephus hand <laughs> motion right now. I figured out where the voice comes from for him. He's a young Jack Nicholson. Oh, is that what it is? My spiritual advisor has told me. <laughs> Maybe. If we should ask To preheat that. the oven to 350. <laughs> <laughs> Mix all the ingredients. Maybe he just sounds that way. It. Maybe he just sounds like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> So he beats Tim Storm in the empty arena match. He's clearly earned his opportunity to face Nick Aldis for the 10 pounds of gold. However, rather than antagonize Nick Aldis, Josephus seems hell-bent on stalking one of Aldis's previous challengers and former friend, Crimson. Yeah. Josephus seems to have a plan to get Crimson involved in the title match, making it a three-way, and he enlists the help of a spiritual advisor to convince Crimson while he proceeds to also stalk Billy Corgan and request the match stipulation. 
Right. Finally, after a challenge from the Wrestling Observer Newsletters, Dave Meltzer, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks decide to hold their own independent wrestling event called All In. The event sells out in less than a half hour and sends ripples throughout the wrestling world, becoming arguably one of the biggest things to ever happen in the independent professional wrestling business since the folding of WWE's only legitimate competition, WCW, or potentially TNA. No other event has occurred that might catch their attention quite like this. Billy Corgan shows up at the press conference to announce that the NWA will be a part of history and join up with this event. Cody Rhodes, whose father was one of the greatest NWA champions of all time, then takes the stand to announce that he will be continuing that legacy by challenging and defeating Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship at All In. Nick Aldis, as you might have guessed, is pissed off. People what? just people no. just ain't listening to Nick. And that that was a recap. That was an amazing recap. Thank you so much. I, hey, I wrote all that out. Um that was beautiful. Who who was it who was it that initially said NWA would never get the numbers? Or uh all in would never get the numbers. So it was Dave Meltzer. Oh, okay. Uh, who was okay. from the Pro Wrestling Observer. Um there's these things they call the dirt sheets, quote unquote. Wade Keller from Pro Wrestling Torch, Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer. They're like the journalists that have been like following this business since like the 80s. Okay. That they get all the inside information about behind the scenes stuff. Sure. Like even the wrestlers would secret- secretly read this stuff because they would have information on like contracts and uh, all of that stuff. Okay. Okay. All of the, you know, because wrestling was very strict about uh, keeping kayfabe, which meant which is like old carny talk for like keeping the illusion alive. Oh. Like basically they would say, I heard a story the other day on one of their podcasts where they were talking about all the way to a certain point, you would walk into the locker room. Like if you were, had press credentials and if they weren't expecting you, like you'd hit the locker room and you'd hear somebody yell out, kayfabe. And like everybody would get in character and they had nice. to nice. be That's the person cool. they were supposed to be. Oh, Nice. Good guys did not ride with bad guys to the airport and so on and so forth. Like, you kept it real the whole time. Anyway, I'm in a place right now where I really want to just do something better. And it's like this self-motivating, like, you want to... There's something scrappy about the NWA yeah. that I really dig. Yeah. And 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 then these guys too and and like Cody and the Young Bucks and all those folks, like I appreciate their drive to like want to make something different and just take ownership of it and be better. I'm gonna start talking about the videos now because <laughs> I think like we, last time we're like a half hour yeah, in. Yeah, we've yeah, <laughs> we've we've strayed very far off topic, but so the very first video that we get to is called When Will Nick Aldis Address All In Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. It's a news brief. Yep. It's the NW. Yeah. I have to ask you like right off the bat what you guys think of this because this first appeared with Fred and he hated it. Like he yeah. was them, them doing it in the style of a news yeah, brief. Yeah, doing it like a news brief. He was like, what stupid if what stupid news network is this? <laughs> Miles loved it. He was like, This is what I want you to do. Be crazy. Like you got a news network. So I feel I feel that I'm a big fan of less is more. You know, when I'm writing something or when I'm creating something, I like to throw as many ideas as we can out there. And then once we've got everything on the board, okay, let's streamline this baby to get it as smooth as possible and deliver exactly what we need to know in a short amount of time. Let's and let's let's do it. And I feel like this could be really it could be a really fun thing for them if they would just trim the fat just a little bit more. 
Okay. I think I think it could work for them. So it, it's kind of repetitive. A yeah, bit. yeah. The nature of these videos is recap and expand, recap and expand. You I feel know, like you got like the- an editing thing in your blood or something because last last time you were kind of like too much Joe in that Cephas. Yeah. Listen, I like to eat a lot of things, so there's a lot of Joe in my Cephas. He's tasty. I, it's All right, delicious. Cat, <laughs> what do you beer think? Beer battered. News brief. This is how. This is why I don't go on podcasts. I like it. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's perfectly. No, I fine. did. I, I actually did kind of like the news aspect of it, but I don't really have any good reason why. I just. I no, that's I, okay. I, you don't have to. <laughs> You need to go ahead and right now, all expectations are out. You say whatever you think. That's the whole point of this. I'm happy that we've... Todd keeps telling me that. <laughs> we've, we've covered like all perspectives. And to have like a non-regular wrestling viewer, I think this is cool. Because, I mean, let's face it. For them to survive, too, they got to reach everybody. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, basically, this is just a recap of the all-in uh, press conference. Uh, the champ is pissed on camera, on Twitter, Everywhere he's 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 not happy and not pissed in the British way where it's you're no drunk. not drunk no. maybe <laughs> maybe he, he might is. be it might help him relax a little bit <laughs> I'm frankly a little sick and tired of everybody talking about all in when they're not consulting me and I'm not speaking about it because to be all in you have to be the dealer and you're looking at the dealer because I'm the world's champion on Twitter he says that I quote. If backroom Bill and Cody Rhodes want me to sign on the line for All In, several things need to happen. They involve money and respect, but let's start with this. I want to match with the Young Bucks at Honor United in Edinburgh. ROH, you can pick my partner. Backroom Billy seems very Trumpian. I gotta, okay. I wonder all if that's right. what he was all going right. for. You know how like Trump would like give people all these nicknames? It just oh, felt yeah. that way. Like Backroom Billy. <laughs> <laughs> do, you pre- do you prefer William or Billy? I mean, he at this point he's a little too old. To don't look at me. Billy. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, we've known him as Billy for so long. I know it's hard not to call him Billy. It's tough. Right. Uh, Billy Corgan was like his name for the whole time, and then all of a sudden, this last solo album he did, it was William, William. Patrick Corgan. So he's, he's and he put up. it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sound of growing up. But Josephus has gone back and forth too himself, so I assume he's cool with Billy Corgan. And uh, so seems they like it. I mean, it, it, out. it seems like I've heard him a couple times say Billy, and then go back and say William Patrick Corrigan. Cat, I'm curious, just real quick too. Did you go back and watch any of the other stuff before this playlist, or is are you jumping into this playlist as the first time? I'm jumping in just. This is the first time. Okay. I think she caught a few minutes of last week's playlist as I was watching it. Yeah, right. it's fine. Like like but, I told Todd last week, I mean, we've had all kinds. You got to think that there's people that might be seeing the stuff you're putting out right now is the first time and yeah. not going all the way back. Absolutely. No judgment. I was just curious if you've seen. So like you're, you're getting this no, experience. I'm a virgin. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just now being exposed basically to... Yes. Our, our world champion, Nick Aldis and Cody Rhodes. I'm familiar and, um, with Cody, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cody. That was nice to see a familiar face. Yeah, yeah. Part of a legacy yeah. and uh, former WWE superstar. All right. So pressure mounts. 10 pounds of gold, number 23. Mm-hmm. Will Nick Aldis be at all in? That's kind of the focus here. Uh, it's like radio and podcast interviews with Nick and Cody. It's basically more of the same stuff we've been seeing, but uh, getting some Billy Corgan perspective. He's a businessman, and he's doing business, man. He's, 
He says, why wouldn't I yeah. be when a part of this? When challenges you, I mean, come yeah. on. And I'm going to put my champ, and I'm going to put the title on the line. Yeah. This is history. And he says, you know what? Besides the fact that this is going down, Aldous has got other men challenging for that 10 pounds of gold. I hope Aldous is the man, because that's a good match. But he's got to beat a lot of people to get there. And so Billy's like, yeah, all right, well, you can be bitchy and stuff, but you might not even be the person that's going. <laughs> I, I love... Now, is that Cody you're talking about? Well, he's talking about Aldis, because Aldis, Aldis okay. is the NWA champ. I like having a picture of Aldis, like, right right there in my... Oh, yeah, I got a picture over view. here of Nick Aldis, autographed to Gary. Aww. Yeah. I like... I love the fact that Nick feels that because he's holding the belt... He gets to make the rules. I was like, do you not know how a company works? Like, Billy's your boss. Like, if he says, like, I demand 15 days. Oh, that's great. So you're going to be wrestling this person on this day and go ahead and shut your mouth. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, Nick Aldis thinks of himself as a superstar. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that wrestlers absolutely should have agency of themselves. They should be treated like they're... I think part of the story would be that you treat wrestlers as superstars like... LeBron James, sure. sure, he works for someone. He has a coach, but he's still LeBron James. Right. And sometimes when he's like, I ain't doing that, like hmm. people will be like, I don't know, I'm going to make LeBron happy. And, okay. you know, right. so there's a dichotomy there. That I, could see if it, a- I could see if it related directly to his health of like, hey, I just finished this match and I have a cracked rib. So can I maybe take a few weeks to heal before my next one? I could see if it was something like that. He really pulled a bitch move when I'm sorry. He, he pulled a bitch move. You're talking when, about a world heavyweight champion. here. Yeah. For him to take down those two curtain jerkers and then PJ Black comes out and goes the distance. And then for him to just be like, no, that doesn't count. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. It doesn't work that way. So either the challenge has been issued and he answered the call or shut your mouth and let Billy make the decisions. It's his company. Yeah, that just he was building suspense, you know, and just holding people on. Could like, be. If, Could be a business move. Am I going to actually say yes to this or no? We'll see. But you haven't come talk to me about it and set the rules and set the price and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm waiting for you to come. Let's have a discussion. Hmm. Well, I was going to defend Nick, but now I don't feel like I have to. So <laughs> there you You're go. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. All right. The nature of our marriage is adversarial. <laughs> this is true. Our house, our house is called Relationship Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Relationship Thunderdome. <laughs> On top of everything else, Billy Corgan addresses the three-way with Josephus. June 10th, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Josephus, Crimson, Aldis, three-way dance. It's going to happen. Billy Corgan understands everybody's situation but the three ways he said screw it we're just gonna do it is with my opponent and my gut the three of us will be in the ring i feel like you're making a lot of fat jokes about (laughs) josephus right now sorry (laughs) sorry uh it's i'm defensive i'm defensive right now my dad told me i need to lose weight (laughs) (laughs) at least we got that out on the air sorry it's like thanks dad he has a lot of daddy issues appreciate it appreciate it happy father's day happy father's day dad this this episode's going so many places i didn't expect (laughs) this is good so uh josephus if you're listening don't take that personally todd's dealing with father issues 
Always. <laughs> I, I was going to say last week when I was editing last week's episode, it's funny that like every time I'm waiting to see what Kat does because every, <laughs> pressure's on. every time we do one of these, somebody has a problem with somebody in 10 pounds of gold. Like they <laughs> just jab at them like fred and david lagana the writer really like fred and david lagana just were not having it <laughs> and like it just and it was miles and and i want to say it was miles and nick aldis like miles just was no He's, miles was billy corgan miles went right after billy corgan really? yeah, yeah that's what it was i just remembered it wasn't nick aldis because who would dare but but <laughs> Miles went after Billy Corey. It was like he's not charismatic on the camera. Like he's yeah, not. He's not he's, doing anything. Yeah, like, he's he's, he's, he's like, not. He's not super charismatic. I, I can agree with that. But in terms of my thoughts and feelings and uh, and criticisms of Josephus, it comes from a place where I feel like Josephus could be really, really great and somebody I could get behind if just more of his elements aligned, like the look with the dialogue with the costume with it it all seems to be going in different directions if it was more tuned in if it was more centered and it all jived together i could probably get behind him either as a healer or face love him or hate him i could get behind him at this point i'm content to just make fun of him a little bit i would never uh discount your opinion so i'm not this but, is he not, but he will. But he will. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not me arguing with you necessarily as to just, I'm going to say, like, I don't get that same feeling from him. Okay. I feel like All he right. jives right. okay. He's got a love and feeling. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> no, I just mean that I don't, I don't know what you mean by things going in different directions. I feel like he's had like an evolution as a character and he's kind of just become the spiritual person. I don't think his look necessarily takes away from that. Now he has the look of like a, like he's going to be a big bruiser, but as we'll see later on, he gets in a three way with like Crimson and Nick Aldis and he is not the biggest dude in that match. So I'm even buying sure. like he's he's got to have something else because he's not always going to be the biggest guy in yeah. the fight. So the barbarian kind of idea doesn't necessarily work. But yeah. if you have a problem with his look, I'll also just say stay tuned. Oh, okay. All right. But All right. anyway. Because right. I mean, we're, I mean, these videos that we're talking about, they're dated a, a year, year. Ago, year ago. So yeah, I'm sure a lot has happened since then. Yeah. It is true. So I even asked you today. I was like, who actually won the all in? I said, I don't know. I don't remember. Well. We have to wait and find out. We'll have to wait and find out. All right. So. Well, actually, I'll answer kind of your question before a little bit about who I would kind of pick on. Yeah. So thinking that this is the first time I've watched any of them. I haven't watched like recaps before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say Nick Aldis. Really? Yeah. So, because he was kind of coming off a little like I'm big shot and all this, like I said, just kind of filler. And you're making me wait for your decision. And I'm just like, is this going to be worth my wait? <laughs> are you really going to be like this all great guys? Like, are you just. Yeah, too much foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah. then I was like, is he really British? Because. Yeah, he is really British. Okay, because his accent kind of fell a couple times. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if he's really British. <laughs> I mean, he lives he lives in the States now. And okay. I don't know if Todd told you he found out last week, but he's he's married yeah. to Mickey James. That's right. You did tell me that on the way yeah. over there. So they live on like so he gets a ranch somewhere here he in the States. But yeah, he is he is British. 
He gets points because he's married to Mickey James. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think I think if I watched some other stuff, I'd feel differently about him. But this being my first one, I was like, I want more. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this is actually gonna be what you're leading like just seems like a lot of Yeah, love. at this point it's a lot of fancy suits and a yeah. lot of talk. Okay. And maybe that's also because I have I did recognize Cody. So me i kind of oh i got i know that person you feel like cody yeah so i'm like i'm like i can i can latch on to him i like you <laughs> <laughs> he's easy to like which i may actually switch uh my poking fun at josephus to cody a little <gasps> bit uh oh really? what i just need to know where the rest of cody's forehead is <laughs> what oh my what? goodness oh my goodness <laughs> Uh, don't stare at me like you don't have any clue what I'm talking about. I don't. I his have no eye- idea what you're talking about. His eyebrows and his hairline are dangerously close together. And I've said this about my dog. No forehead equals no brain. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that. Where is his forehead? I'm going to start campaign I, searching for Cody Rhodes' forehead. I, know, I feel like I think Cat's doing it too. I just I'm feel like looking up his picture. I'm going to put out an yeah, APB what a, on Cody Rhodes' ooh. forehead. <laughs> Peyton Manning's got enough for two or three people, so let's. Okay, so he's uh, young, so he doesn't have receding hairline. Yeah, that's yeah, not a. Oh, definitely not a receding hairline. It's like advancing hairline. He's got a lot of hair. He does have a lot of hair, but I just, I just don't see it. It's closer than most. All right, go whatever. Back, go back anyway. and look. Go back and look at some of these videos in this thing, and really look at the look at the distance between the eyebrows and the hairline. It's dangerously close. All right. Well, <laughs> for Cody Rhodes has a shutdown. Really going to make fun of him for that? Where's his forehead? I don't. I'm, so first, I'm it's just the asking. belly, and now it's the forehead. Yep. Billy Josephus hairline. I didn't realize he was so. Todd's been on this for like like ten minutes, and he's like body shaming everyone. The things my father said to me today really hurt. The things I learn about my husband on the podcast. All right, we're gonna move on. (laughs) I'm sorry, you have daddy issues. I'm sorry, he hurt you. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Oh my god. So anyway, uh, we do get to see a little bit of Josephus at the end of that video. He says the kingdom is at hand. It's going back to the place that it was born when he first started the destruction of Tim Storm. Here we go. He's uh, it's it's time basically. Yeah, and that leads us into does Nick Aldis go all in? During his Ring of Honor debut. This is quick. This is highlights of Nick's match teaming with uh, Mark Haskins of the Young Bucks. You don't get to see much here. I mean, it's no focus on the match itself. It's more about Nick discussing what his answer is going to be about All In. Essentially, the storyline here would be that uh, Nick, one of his demands has been he wanted a big money match. Mm. And the Young Bucks are a big money team. They're like one of the most popular tag teams around. So he's like, I just want a match with them. This will be a big payday. You can set my opponent. The original idea, I did research this and find out it was this guy named Doug Williams, who was Nick Aldis's partner when they were in TNA together. And they were called the British Invasion. Some scheduling conflicts came up. And so they had this other guy, Mark Haskins, jump in, who had been kind of on a hot streak. And anyway, Aldis is basically in this video just maintaining, we'll know more in London. Stay tuned. More teasing for Kat, basically. She likes the teasing. I like a tease. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's Mrs. Davis, everybody. The next two kind of go together. Does Nick Aldis go all in during his Ring of Honor debut? And uh, 10 Pounds of Gold, number 24, called Rewriting the Role. 
does Nick Aldis go all in? It's basically the uh, promo that Nick Aldis and Cody cut in the ring. So you kind of get more of the story in the 10 pounds of gold right after. You get a Shakespeare quote right at the beginning. Yeah. All the world's a stage and all the men and women are merely players. From As You Like It from Shakespeare. I love when they just randomly put these like. Uh, <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, appropriate. <laughs> so it tells you a little bit about. Cody, May 2016, he uh, took a leap into unfamiliar territory. Basically, he was in WWE, felt like he was not being used to the best of his ability, and he was not ever going to be used, and he decided, I just want to be let go, and let me go do my own thing. That corporate machine with that big rock, I mean, you know, those shows are, what, two, three hours at most, and that's a big roster to get through, and not everybody's going to make it onto the show. Yeah. It is surprising, though. Yeah. Yeah, so he heritage and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he asked for his release, and uh, he's granted it from WWE, and uh, it's pretty admirable. I mean, you you know that you're just not gonna get what you want out of this, and you just say, "Let me move on," and you move on. And sure, it's nice if the company agrees to that. Just like f off. Uh, He says the best actors want the best roles, and you got to go get them. That's right. But he does also, right after that, I did notice he sits down and he's talking to the camera and I assume it's David Lagana, like filming as normal. And uh, he's just like, so I hope this interview goes well because I'm my old man now and I am unable to take direction. And I was like, that's real weird coming off that actor analogy because yeah. that's kind of <laughs> part of the There's deal. a lot of analogies <laughs> that fall apart in these, I've noticed. I, here's the thing. I want to go ahead and issue a challenge to uh, Nick Aldis to play poker because... <laughs> I don't think he knows how poker is played because to go all in, you have to you have to be the dealer. That I don't think that's how. Well, he's that's, just that's saying, not how poker works. We'll get there, Todd. All he's right, just saying right. he's the dealer. You can't do anything without him. Basically, you can just hand the deck to the next person. It's, not, not if there's no dealer working the table. You're just playing cards with a bunch of guys sitting around, but nobody's like controlling the table, like the at the casino. It's just like some shut down casino. You're just. Oh, if it's at a casino. I mean, I guess. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, Cody plays his music how he wants is what he's saying. Right. Marches to the beat of his own drum. Exactly. Yeah. Aldous, on the other hand, is calm and focused. He says he has knowledge and he has a card ready to play. I don't, you know, we'll see. Starcast convention is discussed. This was another thing that maybe we'll be on someday. Uh, Starcast happened with this first All In. It's happened again since then. It's like uh, Cody describes it as a Woodstock for wrestling, but it is like a podcast, like a wrestling podcast convention. That's awesome. Yeah, and they just do live podcasts all day, but then they have like wrestlers come in and they guest on the podcast. They do autograph signings, lots of events, but it's just like a who's who of wrestling. Uh, WWE obviously is the one that won't participate. They won't send any of their guys if you're under contract. But anybody that's a legend or you know not underneath the thumb of WWE is is usually there. It's that's kind of cool. cool. So a year ago, who was talking about the NWA Championship? That's what uh, Nick Aldis is talking about. He says it's just in a year since we've announced this company and I've won the title. I mean, it's come. And, and we'll see later. I don't even think he's just talking about himself, but he's just saying, like, in a year, the NWA Championship has started to matter. Like, it did not matter, and now people know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's starting to come to fruition, their vision. You know, it's not easy to be a second or third generation. It's particularly not easy when, you know, one of the your father is pretty much etched on the Mount Rushmore of the business. I think 
it's real easy for people to look at September 1st and say, oh, uh, he's wrestling for the NWA World's Championship and that's his, you know, a title synonymous with his father and this is about doing it for Dusty and I hope they look beyond that because that isn't what it is at all. I do everything for Dusty already. He was the guy I always wanted to be proud of me. He was the guy I wanted to model my life after. Uh, but this isn't about him at all. It's, it's about me, and that's how he, he, it's how he, would, he would want it too, and, um, and what I've done. 10,145 seats sold at All In. I just saw that. Nicholas is talking nice. about that, basically saying that, and that the NWA Championship is going to be a featured attraction. It goes from like complete obscurity to now it's about to be defended yeah. in front of 10,145 people and on pay-per-view. That's cool. He manifested this with his thoughts. He says he believed it. He manifested it. He made it happen. He Cody, has a, he has a vision board. He willed it to be. Yes, Cody has done the work. He said he had an idea of what he wanted, and mm. he put in the work, and he's making it happen. It's kind of inspiring, though, when you really sit back and you think about it. Both these guys, different kind of perspectives, but they're both like we're going to make something for ourselves, yeah. right? I'm and not gonna, we're I'm, going to. I'm not going to ride anybody's coattails. If I'm going to get there, it's going to be under my own steam, for better or for worse. Here I am. It's me. I got myself here. Yeah. Not because of who my dad is, not because of the company I work for. It's me, my skills, my come out music, my tights. Let's go. Yeah. Cody actually literally says, I think at one point, this is going to be about where this title is going, not where it's been. Yeah, there's a, obviously a lot of legacy that goes along, but as we've discussed, the title kind of fell off for a long time. The yeah. NWA was just out in the middle of the ether. Just nobody was talking about it. Right. Now it's come to prominence. Cody Rhodes rebuilt himself. So it's like kind of like two scrappy folks, two scrappy entities coming together mm -hmm. to like face mm -hmm. off or something that now has meaning behind it. Yeah, you got Cody Rhodes with all this legacy, all this history behind him. And of course, working for the big company, you know, and then you got Nick Aldis, who also he also worked for the company for a bit. And uh, but, you know, he's right at he's right at the cusp, right at the right at the start of this very big company with all this history. And he is the face of this company. And to see these two Titans clash, it's really fantastic. I'm I'm very excited. Yeah getting tingly mm -hmm. <laughs> uh the next video is imagine will there be a new world's heavyweight champion all this talk, talk about cody and aldis aldis might not even be there because josephus is still lurking and now oh, crimson's back my spiritual advisor has told me that if you feel tingling you should get a salve or some cream <laughs> and that should take care of the tingling gary perfect uh, the spiritual advisor is uh, doing some stuff in this video with Crimson. Uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like, like, let's get you on our side. And to give you your hand job is my spiritual advisor. I was like, going to say, I don't know what she's doing. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but she's definitely like unbuttoning the shirt at one point. Uh, and yeah, yeah. She gonna, yeah. She I mean, gonna... what's the point of having a spiritual advisor if, you know, you don't get a little something out of it? <laughs> yeah. Well. She's going in there checking the nipple. like. Beep, beep. Oh, that's how you, you know, check their their spirituality. So. <laughs> <Through> <laughs> the that's, how, that's how you see the future. That left nipple. Yeah. Beep, yeah. Beep. yeah. All right. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Well, I have. Nipples. 
previously mentioned my attraction to the spiritual advisor, so I have no problems. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> the nipples are the eyes. Rub her head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rub her head while she checks out my universe <laughs> and through the nipple. Just <laughs> a. <laughs> Do you think that's the, that's the noise she'll make? What I hate is that these are not celebrities that are so far above us that they'll never hear this. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's potential that the spiritual advisor will be like that guy. I'm gonna get a uh, restraining order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't. He thinks. I, he think, he thinks Keep I it gave, in your pants, Gary. He, no. he thinks I gave. He thinks I gave Crimson a purple nurple. What the hell? Well, yeah. Crimson seems to be going for it, though. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. There's some it. mystical stuff. Crimson's like envisioning himself holding up the championship. Mm-hmm. It's like a real blurry screen. Yeah. Yeah. Josephus, you know, creeper. I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. I kind of wish somebody, listen, internet, get that footage of um, the spiritual advisor unbuttoning the shirt, the whole thing, and just go ahead and put some like classic porn music behind it. I, <laughs> I just want that out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There I'm you 100% going to work on getting a gif of like Josephus with his like hands in that position and like weird side eye and skedaddling out of a room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I'm definitely going to get that. All right. So then. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gary. I'm sorry. You're no, not. it's okay. I mean, there's nothing to be sorry about. This is exciting. Nicholas versus Josephus versus Crimson. Woo! All right. Yeah, here we go. Josephus enters. And Three he, for all. He just waves out Crimson. Crimson doesn't even get his own entrance. The championship wrestling from Hollywood ring is too small for these big people. I've noticed that. Like, it's a small ring. It's What's it? It's got to be 10 by 10. It feels like it's something like that. Okay, like it is ridiculously small compared to other wrestling rings. It feels the WWE's like. got to be at least twenty by twenty. It's got to be. Oh God, Todd! Now I have to look it. <laughs> twenty by don't... twenty. You're right. Did you say. already look this up? I did not. I did not. Well, the rings I used to fight in were twenty by twenty. Well, if anybody out there knows how big the championship wrestling from Hollywood ring is, you can let us know. I may have a contact actually that would know. Who wrestles in that I'm ring? I'm curious for the for the wrestlers. Which do you prefer, uh, a smaller ring or a larger ring? I would think larger to do more flips and fun stuff. All right, I put in my request for information about the championship wrestling from Hollywood Ring. So we'll see. We'll see if it comes back. All right, Josephus stands back and lets Crimson go one on one with Aldis. Now this is pretty clever because Aldis then rolls out of the ring and is like, "Nah, you go." <laughs> <laughs> I'm all set, you guys. Yeah, you, Everybody you, else go. Yeah, you do it now. <laughs> that just made sense. I was so happy to see that. I was just like, he didn't buy in. He was just like, nah, man. <laughs> like, you guys fight. Yeah. That, of course, doesn't happen, but ends up Aldous and Crimson start going out at it. Of course, Josephus picks his moment. He attacks Aldous. They start going at it. They actually, I was surprised Crimson and Josephus definitely have some good tag team stuff going for a while, some double teams, double team stuff. And then... Also, what I loved about this, I'm sorry that I'm just pointing this out, but some of this stuff made a lot of sense to me, not as quickly as I would have liked, but WWE does so much stuff sometimes that I'm like, this is stupid. Like, (laughs) these guys, like Josephus laid down. It was like, you can pin me. And I was like, yes, he can. He can pin you. Yeah. If that's all you guys wanted in the first place. I'm yours for the take. Technically, he could have, like, (laughs) grabbed your arm at the beginning of the match and you could have tapped out. 
But yeah. <laughs> like it just, you know, at least they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, wait a minute, pin me. <laughs> <laughs> but Crimson does not take the bait. Crimson is like, no, I want to win for real. So then it kind of seems I'll like. I cried. All oh, you guys. Well, I think what it seemed like to me is it, it, just coming in, you missed some of the previous stuff with Crimson, yeah. but it just seemed like Crimson may have been playing this whole thing up himself and being like, yeah, I just want to get in this match. Now I'm in this match. I'll do the double team stuff with Josephus because hell, Nick Aldis earned it anyway because he hit me in the face with the belt. Yeah. So. We could screw him over a little bit for a little while. Exactly. But at the end of the day, he's like, I want that title and I'm going to win it. So Crimson kind of becomes his old man again. At least that's the story I chose to take from the match. <laughs> it just seemed really logical, so I appreciated that. But Tim Storm shows up. Cat, you don't know Tim Storm as well as some of us, but it's just a lovely man. Tim Storm, former, no, current school teacher and former NWA World heavyweight champion. Nice. Like, he had the title when this thing started back up when yeah. Billy Corgan took it over. And nice. Teacher by day, wrestler by night. Like, that was his thing. I hope he brought it to his classroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely, there's some earlier footage at the beginning of this thing that shows him, like, carrying it in his classroom nice. and, like, actually teaching his class and stuff like that. We didn't have any of those kind of teachers in our high school. Um, it was yeah. so boring. Yeah. I've missed you, Tim Storm. <laughs> Crimson Spears, Josephus, all just power bombs Crimson on Josephus. Josephus taps to the Kingsland Cloverleaf, and Aldis is still the champ. Tim's trying to get some. He jumps in the ring. Josephus ain't having it. There, I did notice in the crowd there was this real serious guy in a Bullet Club t-shirt. I don't know why. I just noticed him. He was standing there with his arms crossed the whole time. <laughs> like he was just looking real mad about everything that was happening. <laughs> he did not sell anything going on. He just was staring. Wow. And I just don't know who that guy was, but he was... <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd mention him. If See, you're that, out there listening... That was the one I noticed and I, I mentioned to you that I was like, it's it's quiet. It's, yeah. It's very quiet on these videos. You um, don't really have the roar of the crowd like, like it is when you're there or... On some of these like major probably pay per view events, yeah, championship things. wrestling from Hollywood's tough too because it's very much it looks like it's a studio, yeah, like it's yeah. like yeah. the crowd's actually only even on two sides, I think probably, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like and bleachers, it's it's like bleachers and then like one or two rows of folding chairs and that's yeah. it. There there might be a hundred people in that room, maybe. No, Inclu you're right, including. Everyone, like cameraman, announcers, everyone. There, yeah, it's there a might very be a small people. set. Yeah. It's weird. It's not like an arena, basically. Right. All right. The next thing that comes up is NWE World's Champion Nick Aldis gives Tim Storm a gift, which I thought was very sweet. If you've yeah. experienced Tim Storm, it was very nice. Nick's here to thank the man who helped launch it all. Calls out Tim Storm. You carry this 10 pounds of gold with class, with dignity, and with a lot of pride. Like I said before, without you, we have no launching point for the story we're at today and the great future I think we all have again that way. Gives him a print from Sam Shaw, who's another wrestler who's been in there. You'll see him later. And, actually uh, want to. I actually want to get one of those t-shirts. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool looking. It's a cool looking thing. I love That's, that he had the I, picture I too, and then some little kid yelled out, "Can we see it? No, I can't <laughs> see like, it." Had to turn around. Turn it like, around. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> they brought it to him, but anyway, yeah, Tim Storm, uh, missed you. He's a good guy. He seems like a legit, just cool dude. All right, next up, 10 pounds of gold, number 25, searching best in the world. At the beginning of this, it shows somebody Googling who is the best in the world. 
I also Googled who is the best of the world and clicked on I'm feeling lucky like they did. I got a list of the 25 best countries in the world. USA came in at number eight. I, which was weird because based, based, based it was from a site called usnews.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, who made this list? Yeah. And um, US So News. you said, who is the best in the world? Yeah. I Googled who is the best in the world. The right. top three were Canada, Japan. Number one was Switzerland. In honor of Nick Aldis, I'll say also the UK came in at number five. I, okay. I mean, I've been to Canada. I've never been to Canada. I don't know. It was a long time ago. I don't think have you have you been any have you been out of the country? I've, okay. I've been to like Cozumel, Mexico and that um, counts. Yeah, I've been to Puerto Rico. Okay. Home home of my wife. Birthplace. Puerto when, Rico. When did you le- learn to speak Spanish, Gary? I did not. No? No. I should. You're making this making this marriage work through just hard work, sweat. Right, exactly. And, and she likes it that she has a language that he can't speak. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. She just uses it around me, and I can't know when she's talking shit. So my top ten was the top ten greatest men. Muhammad was number one. Okay. Like the prophet? I think so. This okay. is like the people's sexiest men list? Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't put a picture yeah, of Muhammad. Yeah, the prophet. The Arabian prophet. Cat's celebrity uh, cheat list is uh, comprised of... <laughs> <laughs> dead, dead prophets dead prophets wow people i can't pronounce it oh number three was jesus christ hey oh. there you go who was number two <laughs> now i have to know okay i don't know that i can pronounce the name br br Ambedkar. Ambedkar, indian jurist economist politician and social reformer who inspired the Dalit Buddhist movement as number two i don't i don't know who that he's is he's above jesus christ yeah. he's above jesus christ wow but I don't think Christianity is the most popular religion in the world, is it? Uh, probably not. I mean, no. it's in the top ones, but I don't... If it's Buddhism... I mean, Christianity as we know Christianity. Sure. So we've gone from hemorrhoids to body shaming. <laughs> I was about to say... To I'm discussing gonna, the history of religion. Just going to jump back in with some yeah, more talk yeah. about wrestling. <laughs> really want to hear Sorry. us discuss... <laughs> that was my bad. That's okay. All right. So the uh, this video follows uh, Cody to the Young Bucks where they're filming some Bullet Club is Fine videos, I guess. Uh, it's because... Cody's up for three major titles here. He's up for the uh, IWGP, which is the New Japan title. He's facing Kenny Omega, who is in the Bullet Club. In the Ring of Honor Championship, he's facing, well, Marty Skrull is in the match, who is also in the Bullet Club. So I think they they were doing like a campaign about like, we're all still friends. Yeah. We're all still buddies, even though we're going to be facing each other for championships. Why now, is does <clears throat> giving him such shit for going after all these different titles? I don't know. That does definitely come up here. That I mean, he, if it's an all-in, he brings everything with him, right? Did I not understand that? We're getting there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That Nick definitely. Sorry, no, it's okay. That's part of this. So, so after this, yeah, it definitely shows that Cody's got a lot on his plate. Uh, you get to see Nick and Billy taking some photos together. This, I put that that was very sweet. Hopefully, they're working things out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cody issues the challenge to Nick for the NWA. Uh, Nick says, I accept, but it, it sort of hinges on him winning the title at Ring That's of Honor. where we're getting to right now. Okay. All right. I was like, if he doesn't, is the match off? That's where we're getting to. All right. So, Sorry. No, it's okay. 
So this kind of talks about what Cat was talking about. That uh, Nick says greed's not always good. Cody's very greedy. You know, he's going for all this stuff. Right. Nick's going to the Ring of Honor pay per view because he wants wants to protect his investment. Um, what he's talking about here is because in London, Nick goes and meets Cody. In the middle of the ring. Right. Yeah, I jumped. I actually jumped ahead. I, I got lost in our discussion, and I jumped ahead a little bit. So I could see why you might have been thrown off, too. In the previous video, before Nick Aldis versus Josephus versus Crimson, is when Cody and Nick met in the ring. Ah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and I skipped right past that. I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. So Nick meets Cody in the ring in London. Yeah. And Cody has challenged for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Mm. Nick addresses Cody. says, you call yourself the American Nightmare, but you still believe in the American Dream. I say nightmares are for children, and I embody the American Dream. He says he admires Cody and how he does business up until now because he challenged for the championship without speaking to him. All he had to do was ask. Isn't that what he's doing? Yeah, but he kind of—they just announced that it was happening. At basically, a news like, yeah, the news talking conference. Talking to him directly, oh. like Cody didn't go to Nick and say, "I want that title." It's about respect. Yeah, it's about respect. So Nick says Cody's a gambler. He went all in on himself, but Aldis has the championship, so that makes him the dealer. Okay. One condition now: Cody has a chance to win the Ring of Honor championship. If he wins, then that title has to be on the line, too. And Cody agrees. And Nick Aldis says, well, I guess I'm all in. So if Cody doesn't win, then he doesn't agree. So I assume they'll cover that base. Oh, we don't know yet. To be determined. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think that was covered. In, I don't think that was specifically mentioned. He does not say specifically here. Okay. Whether or not that's the case. Gotcha. Mm. He just says, if... If you win that title, you put that up too. Now, you could take that as, yeah, I agree. We'll do the match. But if you have that title, it's also on the line. So that could mean, okay, we're going to fight. But if you've got that title, it's up for grabs too. Yeah. That's okay. it as all the titles are on the line. Whatever yeah. you got, I took, bring in with you. I took yeah. it, I took it if as... If you're going to be all in, be all, all in. in. Right. <laughs> I took it as you're... I'll fight you as Real long poker. as you've got as long as you've got that other title. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could definitely see the that. the prerequisite for that match was him winning Ring I, of Honor. Yeah, if he doesn't have anything, bring, he's if he's not bringing anything. Yeah, he's not bringing anything to the what table. What are you all in for? Yep, you know. That makes sense. Yeah. It's an interesting question. It's all about the real poker. The poker. The poker. poker? <laughs> I don't even know her. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so back to searching the best in the world, which is where I had got to. <laughs> Nick is going to go to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. He's going to check out the Ring of Honor title match. I do like this line, and this is how why I knew that it was okay to just go explicit. So if you're sleeping on me, and you think you're going to walk and take this, you better wake the f- up. Because I'm not playing around. Oh. <laughs> and uh, by the way... He if you guys watched this video, I'm assuming you did. Your boy's name is in the credits if you stayed <gasps> through the credits. Is it really? Is it really? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Congratulations. So, thanks. Yeah, anyway. So it, it was really because they were trying to get some merchandise out, and I was like all in on the shirts and stuff like that, and they were like trying to do like a, if you help us out. So blow, you blow. were all in. I was all in on the NWA from the start. Billy Corrigan's but, the dealer. Uh, so, yeah. 10 pounds of gold, 25. Gary Horn is in the credits. Nice. We know someone famous. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that it means that, but... All right, the next video is The Strong Side of Tim Storm. This is a Bison Braddock versus Tim Storm. Just randomly, Tim Storm's back now. Yeah. He's back. Well, school's out for summer. Yeah, he says that. I looked up Braddock. I tried to I tried to do my due diligence and look people up. Braddock's from Las Vegas. He started wrestling in around 2015. He looks like a big boy, but his bio says he's 5'10", but damn, he looks so much bigger than that. He's like a very muscly yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's stacked. He's ready to go. camera angles. Yeah. Could be. It lists his hometown as last house on the left, so. Ooh. Nice. I dig that. <laughs> Tim's got kind of a vicious side to him now. I will say this about Tr- Tim Storm that I did dig. Uh, they do this like little chopping contest, like where they're just like slapping yeah. each other's chest. Yeah. The commentator says, when you hit Tim Storm, it's like s- chopping a brick wall. And I agree with that. It looks like, like I would not hit Tim Storm. He just looks like solid. Yeah. Just like leathery, like just like, I just. I miss your two slapping matches. Yeah, we did that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, there was um, <laughs> back in the day we used to do that. Yeah, and it was always just hit Todd as hard as you can. Go for it. Yeah, everybody take turns. Everybody go. It was fun. Yeah, you know Tim Storm's in a spot where he's got nothing to lose. Doesn't have the title. Just him, the perfect storm. Yeah, he goes for it. He whips that ass and uh, goes out for an interview afterwards. Crowd starts chanting, "You still got it." Tim says, "Listen yeah. to that crowd." School's out. I've got all summer long. You're not going to like the strong side of Tim Storm. He's talking to Josephus, by the way. Pissed off at Josephus. Who can blame him? We are, too. Same. All right. The next video is The Dealer Calls. 10 pounds of gold, number 26. Oof. Cody does not look good here. He's got a black eye. (gasps) Yeah. Uh, He'd rather not talk about the best in the world pay-per-view from Ring of Honor. Mm. It was a match with Dalton Castle, Marty Squirrel, and Cody Rhodes. They were fighting for the Ring of Honor Championship. It did not go as Cody had planned. You get to see a lot of highlights from this matchup, basically. Uh, Nick gets involved at one point. Like Cody jumps off the top ropes to the outside of the ring onto Nick. And yep. um, If you're seeing a lady a lot of times with Cody, that's his wife, Brandy. I don't know. I haven't really talked much about Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but, uh, that's, I, didn't know, I didn't know what the relationship was there, but I was like, okay, well, it's his manager... Yeah, or, so that's you know, Brandy whatever. Rhodes. That's uh, she's also his valet slash cool. manager person. Nice. So they all get kicked out. Dalton Castle has these two guys that were out with him doing things like fanning him. Ref ends up kicking out everybody. So here we are. Cody gets well. Cody doesn't get pinned. I think Marty Skrull gets pinned. And I've mentioned Marty Skrull before. He'll come up later. But mm. uh, he's Nick Aldis's one of Nick Aldis's best friends. That didn't really play a part here. He was just in the match. He's also a part of the Bullet Club with Cody. And things just didn't go as Cody had planned. And Cody is not the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Now, to answer... Yeah. So, to answer your question from before, I think the next video does, which is our final video on this series. It's called All In Shocker, Next NWA Title Challenger Named. So... Yeah, this is... This comes into this with the assumption that Nick is still facing Cody. 
Cody okay, does right. not have that Ring of Honor championship as right. we just established. Yeah. So my guess is is that it's still on on the table. The NWA championship match is signed. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, it's done. Okay. Yeah. Regardless that he doesn't have the other yeah. belt. Yeah. So that so this video is just basically like uh, some dude named Sledge versus Nick Aldis. Non-title match. I looked up Sledge because he also seemed big. He's 6'3", 246 pounds. So he is big. That's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big boy. They call him the Metalhead Maniac. Oh, yeah. He came out like 2011. He came out like he had just poured a bucket of water over himself. Like oh, that's a wrestling thing. Yeah. But basically, powerbomb into Kingsley and Cloverleaf does it every time. That's it. Yep. That'll do it. There's an interview with Nick Aldis afterwards. Aldis has one focus, the NWA championship. Cody is split, he says, because he's concerned about all this other stuff. Mm. If Cody wants this, Nick's still got a few cards to play. He's the champion, the national treasure, and most importantly, the dealer. You don't seem impressed with that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not how poker is played. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. You're really not a good poker player, so I'm not sure how you could say that. Well, all right. We're going to discuss that all the home later. <laughs> all the cards are on the table, you might say. Yes. <laughs> She's uh, like, and, and the whole time he's like, I've got one card to play. I was like, what kind of poker are you playing where you just play one card at a time? Yeah, I think you're taking it too literally. <laughs> I uh, just want it all to make sense, Gary. Okay. I just want it to make sense and be cohesive. The clothes, so this guy everything. you want Nick to have like the little visor hat. Yep. And like the yep. bow tie. Yeah. If he came yes. out in a visor hat, I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Deck deck of cards yep. always doing <laughs> The game is Texas Hold'em, see? <laughs> and we're gonna lay these cards out here. And gonna... I'm all in. <laughs> You're the dealer. Exactly. <laughs> Are you playing? Of course I'm playing. I'm the dealer. Aren't you British? Don't I sound British? <laughs> Let's play poker. You're the big blind. You're the small blind. <laughs> That's what we call them in England. <laughs> I'm pissed off. You think you just come in here and steal all my cards? You Piss. can't do it. In the British, that would mean I'm drunk, but I'm not. Let's play poker. <laughs> Where'd my accent go? We're switching to 21. Let's play this. It's blackjack time, baby. The dealer versus PJ Blackjack. <laughs> the winner gets the belt and my accent. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> anyway, so this guy named Jay Bradley shows up. Nick Aldis calls him BC's messenger boy. Yeah. Billy Corgan. I don't know. I don't recall having seen this guy before, but I guess that's just a known thing. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I mean, they make like he's a big wig and I've, yeah, I've never seen him before. Jay Bradley tries to like talk some smack. He's like, that's what your wife tells you I am when you're out of town. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> That escalated really huh? weirdly. Okay. <laughs> very awkward. Yeah, it's very awkward. Nick Aldis sold it great. <laughs> just like Because I'd have been like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I just imagine Nick Aldis laying in bed with Mickey at night. And Mickey's just like going through her phone. And it's like, oh, this is Jay. He's BC's messenger boy. <laughs> Nick Aldis is like, what? Why what? did you what? say that? What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Why did you show me that picture of that guy? <laughs> Wait a minute. The background is, is that our kitchen? Is, was he here? Why is VC's messenger boy here? <laughs> wait, wait, I don't follow. Mickey. Mickey, you're crazy. That's I don't it. think you know how to play poker that, either. That's it. I'm going to play cards. <laughs> 
Kat's already quit. <laughs> she's, she's, I have nowhere done. to get in here. <laughs> Go fish. Anyway, I mean, I'd like to see uh, Bradley versus Aldous. That's fine. Sure. Aldous just wants respect, buddy. I'm guessing that Billy and Nick did not work shit out because Aldous goes into a speech about the problem with being on top. I've tried to give him that accent on, on accident. You know, the problem with being on zap, see? That's not how Nick Aldous sounds. <laughs> give it time. <laughs> FYI, so got a message back from my inside source on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Is it Fred? He says, <laughs> no, Fred doesn't it's know. Fred. It's a 16-footer. It's a smaller ring. Really? They use an 18 occasionally on other shows. So. I would, I, I'd have bet the farm it was smaller than that. Anyway, so 16-foot. That's the answer to that question. Cool. Inside sources. Nice. I actually feel like really like insidery right now. I was going to say, I'm super curious. Don't give away your source, Gary. I will not. I'm not going to say the person's name. Don't do it. Don't. Don't do it, Gary. I'm not. Don't do it. I'm I'm not going to say who it is. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'll play you in poker to find out. (laughs) Throw somebody under the bus. I don't think you know anything about strip poker. See here. I'm already not wearing pants. See here, see. <laughs> I got my bow tie and vest on and my visor cap. I'm poo bearing it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that got her. <laughs> that got her. Anyway. We'll get through this damn episode. <laughs> uh, uh, BC's yeah, messenger yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. And it called us. The problem being on top is the air is a little thinner and you got a lot of people nipping at your feet. He says that, what? And your nipples, nipples, apparently. Yeah, Crimson can attest to that. (laughs) I have a nipple fetish, so it's cool. (laughs) Well, this is a lot of information I did not expect to get today. He criticizes Jay Bradley's poor fitting suit and poor choice of colors. Nicolas does dress well, so I guess he just, like, that's his thing. He's like, you don't even dress right. Get out of here. His collar's fucked up. You can kind of tell. Oh, really? Well, you are promoting this feud with Nicolas. No, not Nick's collar. Like no, the these, other guy. Yeah, oh, the, the Jay other, Bradley's collar. Yeah, Bradley's, oh, Bradley's, gotcha. Bradley's uh, collar's fucked up. I see, where he's ta- I see where he's talking about. Somebody didn't look and check and make sure like his collar's not fucked they up. They probably did it on purpose. Nick's going to appreciate you pointing that out. It's now, all I part guess. of the ruse. All right. David Marquez is outside. He, uh, there, there, there's an envelope that apparently comes from Billy Corrigan, and Jay Bradley just drops it on the ground. Nick calls is like, I'm not picking that up. He, he says, also, if you talk about my wife again, I'm going to lay you out. And, good for him. Yeah, good for him. And uh, so he goes outside, and David Marquez is there, and he's uh, got the Billy Corgan envelope. Inside the uh, studio arena here, and I want to talk to the NWA World Champion, Nick Aldis. Come on over. You know, in that whole mess that happened out there, you didn't have an opportunity to read this. Would you like to see it? No, what I'd like, David, is some respect. You've shown me more respect than just about anyone associated with the NWA at this point. Billy... I don't know where things went wrong, but when people talk about how I brought the NWA and the NWA title back to relevance, they're wrong. I brought it back to prominence, and I continue to do it, and I'll continue to do it whether you try and cut my legs out from under me or not. You know what the problem with being on top is, David? The air's a little thinner, and you've got a whole lot of people nipping at your heels 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just like J.C. Penny, J. Brony, being sent out there with his poorly fitting suit, his horrible choice of colors coming out trying to make a name for himself at my expense going into business for himself (laughs) whatever it makes no difference to me but what does make a difference to me is being extended the respect that the world champion deserves so with that in mind i don't even want to be the first one to know who my next confirmed opponent is why don't you do the honors okay well i'll I'll open this up 
Let's see who this person is. Huh. Are you sure you don't want to know what this is? Here, take a look. <laughs> I should have seen this coming. Looks like Billy and Ring of Honor played Cody and I for fools. Because it says here that I'm defending the NWA World's Heavyweight Wrestling Championship <sighs> against Flip Gordon. Who the hell is Flip Gordon? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's a good question. Flip is one of the up-and-coming stars of wrestling. Flip is an awesome guy. Got to meet him. He's really cool. Really? He is I'm not convinced, Gary. Yeah, he's former Army National Guard. He worked as a combat engineer, specialized in explosives training. Mm -hmm. He uh, worked there for six years till he was honorably discharged. And uh, he was... Looking for something to do and became a professional wrestler. Oh, that old chestnut. He debuted actually in 2015 originally, and his debut match won a championship and signed with Ring of Honor in 2017. He's been massively successful since. He was considered Ring of Honor's breakout star of the year in 2018. He likes macaroni and cheese. I just know that from the VIP experience <laughs> because like, they had a... So, like, at the VIP experience we were at, the bar was, like, just food. Nice. And you can go and you make your plate. But Flip just walked up there, and there was a big thing of macaroni and cheese, and he just grabbed the thing of macaroni and cheese and went back to his table. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And then later, he was passing our table, and he was taking it back up to the bar, and he was like, I was just told I can't have the whole thing of macaroni and cheese. Who would tell him that? (laughs) He's like, so I have to put this back. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Did he like double dip and everything? Maybe. But they were like, what? why did you take that whole thing? He's like, macaroni and cheese is my favorite. That's my, that's my jam. <laughs> that's my jam. <laughs> so anyway, he is. I can't believe they told him they can't have the whole thing. Super sweet guy. Like he was, he was really, really cool when we met him. He was very, very kind. But he is also an amazing wrestler. Really? Like, awesome. Really, really good. All like right. just a, more of an aerial kind of guy. Oh, and, high uh, flyer. Yeah, he's like a smaller fella. Like okay. real thin built guy, but he's uh, probably a middleweight. Yeah, yeah, maybe he'd be a middleweight, middle or light cruiser. heavyweight, or something. light heavy. Yeah, All right. and he they call him Flip. That's his nickname because he he'd be flipping. He also had a rivalry with Cody Rhodes, I think, because at the time Cody Rhodes' wife Brandy was also a big fan of him and was just like, "I think this guy's got something. Let's Ooh. help him succeed." And then Cody was just like, "F you! <gasps> like, why are you interested in this dude?" uh, got Uh real jealous and so at the time it was a very controversial thing because now flip is getting the chance to fight for the nwa championship and if he gets it that means he's fighting cody and so see it like me just following nwa i wouldn't have known all that you wouldn't have known all that but that's why we're here yeah that's why we're here see we lay out the cards (laughs) for you to pick them up one at a time, because that's how Nick Aldis plays poker. My wife is going to be so pissed when I just keep slipping into that accent for no reason later. <laughs> you want on, something from the kitchen? I'm on top right now, but you'll be on top later. So we somehow made it through that entire playlist. Woo! <laughs> Woo. And you guys are here. Kat, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. What, what, do you, what do you think? Do you have any final thoughts? Like, do you have thoughts about the NWA? Would you be? In, are you interested? Did it, any of this? I actually am. Are I, you? I'm going to see who wins at least. Yeah, yeah. you're interested in like the Cody yeah. and Nick Aldis potentially flip yeah. Gordon, yeah. depending on that matchup. Yeah. 
So there's full videos out there somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. You can like probably not just the recap. I mean, some of the Ring of Honor stuff you probably have to get through Ring of Honor, but uh, gotcha. the Ten Pounds of Gold series is going to highlight everything that happens. Cool. Basically, that's but, cool. And uh, I'm planning right now. I'm thinking about having some kind of event thing for All In oh, awesome. to have come together and talk about nice. All In, at least for the Nick Aldis versus Cody match. I want that to be a big deal because it from there everything just keeps getting bigger and bigger. All right, Todd, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts about uh, this playlist? Man, I was sold last week and it just keeps getting better and better. Um, I'm in, you know, I'm excited to catch up and come back on the show, uh, hopefully soon. I'm really digging it. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. Gary, you do a fabulous job. Hey, thanks so much. I'm, I really appreciate you saying that, considering all of the like side paths we've gone down on this episode. <laughs> I have maintained zero control. We, yeah, we, yeah we've, we've covered a lot of topics, for better or for worse. <laughs> so, all right, well, then that, that's it for this time. Um, Kat, tell people where they could find you and your lovely voice on the internet. <laughs> Uh, I'm on Instagram, that period, darn period, cat, K-A-T. Cat. Oh, and, and I'm... Uh, I looked at you like anybody yeah, you, would know that I was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm, on, uh, I'm on the social medias as well, uh, at Mr. Todd A. Davis on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. July 1st, I'll be in Greenville, South Carolina, hosting No Expectations Comedies open mic at Coffee Underground. Show starts at 7.30. Friday, July 5th. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I'll be Ooh. at Amalgam Comics doing their little open mic. It's I'm super excited. I'm it's the day after July Fourth. It is. We're we're spending we're spending Fourth of July weekend in Philly. That's be awesome. Guys- I've been I've been tasked by a few individuals to give my breakdowns on uh, authentic Philadelphia cheesesteaks. So I'm excited. Uh, that's a good idea. I'm going to disappoint my father and not lose weight. <laughs> well, that's been a running theme. <laughs> As always, I'm at Rock and Roll Gary, all spelled out. My father has a belly, so he's never said anything about mine, really. Todd, I'm sorry. I think you look amazing. Cat, <laughs> I always think you look amazing. <laughs> Thank you, you can Gary. find the show at the NWA Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash the NWA Pod. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe. If you feel like giving us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be super nice of you because that helps us get in front of more people. We appreciate that. And share. And share us. Like, share, comment. Yeah. We'd love to hear what you think. What do you think about Todd's feud with Josephus? Don't judge Gary on the Davises today. <laughs> He's way better than we are. Yo, yeah, you guys were great. It's going to be awesome. I um still don't have a sign-off, so. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out something. We'll workshop it. Till next week. Thanks so much for listening. And this is the NWA. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye.